At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Good morning. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. I'm Kai and I use they, she pronouns. I'm Ez. I use he, him pronouns. And yeah, we're Transmission. We amplify the voices of the gender diverse and trans folk here in Mianjin and beyond, bringing you news and local events and some hot topics. Um. <laughs> we've also got like a really cool guest in today. We've had we've had them on before, but you know. Yes, dear friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh your ha- mic's not actually on yet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm Marisa. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. What pronouns do you use, Marisa? Uh, I use they them pronouns. Awesome. We love it. <laughs> We've got you in talking about a special topic today too, which we'll get right into after we get through the events and news. Yeah, got a bunch of events. Yes, yeah, heaps coming here. up. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's Pride Month, right? Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's Pride Month and not here in Australia, but we'll everyone seems to really run with it, so we just um, suck it up now and go with it, I guess. Yeah, it's becoming <laughs> Pride Month in June more and more. Yeah. Um, even though we have different Pride Months throughout the country, I guess we can just have, like, Pride Year every Pr- year. Pride Year, Forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We'll just do that. <laughs> so we've got two giveaways this this episode. Yeah, two separate giveaways for different events, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So what's 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 uh, what's this? Do you want me to do the first one? Or you want to do? The oh first no, one? I mean like I can I can do the first one. So okay. we've got two balcony seats to give away for Brisbane Pride's sixty second annual Queen's Ball, twenty twenty three, which will be on this Saturday, the seventeenth of June, at six thirty p.m. at the Brisbane City Hall. So with a history spanning 60 long years, the Queen's Ball is Queensland's premier awards night for people of diverse genders and sexualities and the longest continuously running event of its kind in the world. Originating on Tambourine Mountain in the Gold Coast hinterland as a night of fun and frivolity in a time when it was still illegal to be gay, the event has continued to evolve year after year. This year's awards will be hosted by Paul Wheeler and Chocolate Box. And I actually couldn't find any more information about who else will be performing throughout the night. So might be a surprise. We'll see. Tickets are still available for purchase for 42 bucks approximately for the balcony and some odd seats on tables for 145, which includes dinner and drinks. But we have two tickets to give away today so that's yeah, pretty got, exciting the two tickets for uh the balcony so that's that won't get you down on the main floor mm-hmm. but no um they're donated to us by the wonderful cj from locked in so thank you so much cj for donating the transmission so that one of you lovely people out there can take a date to queen's ball hopefully transmission wins one of the three categories that we're nominated in that's right we're nominated um, yeah so we'll be there i did put a word out on uh, my personal social media being like, I can't afford to go, but someone 
wonderful QC, Queensland Council for LGBTQI Health, has actually donated, thank you, Dylan, two seats for Katie and I to attend. So, yeah, we're going to be there at Queen's Ball. Hopefully, if you want to win two tickets to Queen's Ball, maybe you should message in when you can on 0420-626-733. One of the hosts for Queen's Ball, the first person to message, one of the hosts that we mentioned just before wins two tickets to Queen's Ball. So yeah, text in on 0420-626-733. We'll check back in later in the episode. See who won. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Also, um, the theme this year is wear your pride. So um, get your colours ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So another event on this weekend, who would have guessed the Queen's Ball after party, which will be at the Wickham this Saturday, 17th of June from 9pm onwards. Free entry all night. You don't need to have actually gone to Queen's Ball. I think. You no, can just, you can just rock up for the Wickham. You can just rock up. So the Wickham is throwing the after party for this year's Queen's Ball celebrations. Catch Disco Inferno on the Garden Bar stage from 10.30pm with DJ Zane or head upstairs to our Garland Room for a dance party like no other with DJ Richie Lestrange and special guest Ducky Darling. Ooh! Ooh, I'm excited. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, mm. There's also celebrating and supporting LGBTQIA plus young people uh, location, which is in Toowoomba City Library on Friday, 23rd at 10 a.m. It's completely free. Join Inclusive Counseling Collective for an exploration of the best ways to support and connect with your child or young person. Having worked extensively with LGBTQIA plus young people, we want to provide insight into the ways LGBTQIA plus young people have told us they wish their carers connected with or supported them and offer a non-judgmental space to ask questions. So that will be this Friday at Toowoomba City Library. Uh, sorry, next, next Friday. Friday. Next Friday, 23rd of June, 10 a.m. And that's completely free. Yeah, sorry. No, I know we were previously just doing uh, events for the week, but um, I've done it for the month. Yeah, why not? Let's go for it. <laughs> well, I mean, for the next event, they often sell out, so I want to give people yeah, a yeah, heads yeah. up. Sapphix, oh my goodness. Yeah, Sapphix has got a, a double denim disco, uh, which is at the Queen's Bar, which is 368 Brunswick Street in the Valley, on Friday 23rd of June from 7.30pm. Tickets are, you can get them online for $15 plus booking fee, and there will be limited tickets available on the door, so it's good to get in soon. They're still announcing DJs for that one, but we love Sapphics. It's always a good queer time and an explicitly trans-friendly event. There's also June uh, Queer Trans Clothing Swap, which is in Broad Beach community down Sunshine Boulevard, so Broad Beach Gold Coast Way on Sunday the 25th of June from 1 till 3 p.m. It's completely free. Come along to the Trans Queer Clothing Swap at Broad Beach Space presented by Gold Coast Rainbow Communities. Bring your old clothes, accessories, makeup or anything else that you want to trade with people in the community. So that's Sunday the 25th of June. It's completely free. Bring your your queer clothes. Go on. Do oh, it. I know every single trans person out there having to you know get a whole new wardrobe. I've 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 heard all of my friends say, <laughs> and I have said myself, we should just have a, a clothing swap, you know? Like, everyone's just, swap your gender, swap your clothes, you know? I know, I'm thinking of doing this at my house, actually. Yeah. So, it'll, pending, pending, pending <laughs> thought. Uh, so, that'll be cool. I'm glad someone's got around to organising one. Anyway, so then in news, an update from our favourite journo, Alexis Pink, from our 
4ZZZ News Coordinator. I've worded that well. The births, deaths and marriages amendments are number one on the agenda for Queensland Parliament and they are expected to pass this week pending the date that it actually takes effect. So it's expected to go to a vote on Wednesday. Yo! Very exciting. I want to change my birth certificate. <laughs> Yo! Um, so this will just be for people who are born in Queensland. Um, it's by state, so... Yay. Yay, yeah. <laughs> um, eventually we'll get it around the country. My friend who had his changed was in Canberra and it was just like, made a phone call, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay, that's nice. fair. Yep, nice uh, for them. I think I think Victoria's pretty cruisy too, and I, but I don't know about the other states, I think. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know about the other states. Either. Work still um, needs to be done. Double pass. There's another giveaway. So if you are still on the Queen's Ball, don't forget to text in 0420626733 if you want to double pass the balcony, you and a friend. Text in, text in. You've got to make sure you tell me a name of one of the hosts. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll have to read the bio again later and then you'll, someone will pick it up. <laughs> but um, this one is Desire Marais. Maria. Maria. So it's double passes at the Powerhouse this Thursday, 15th of June. Hit the floor in your full majesty with... Yeah, this Thursday, 15th of June, the proudly queer South African artist comes to Mianjin with a five-piece band, his new record, On the Romance of Being and Songs that sonically sprawl post-gospel, spiritual jazz, and his ancestors' ancient music. So this is supported by the Jazz House and Ziggy Maybe D- Diag? <laughs> I can speak today, it's fine. Desire will have you melting on the dance floor. That's this Thursday, 15th of June, at the Powerhouse. If you want to message in the nation that he's from, where's he from? On 0420 wait, sorry, 0420 text in on that, um, and you win a double plus to Desire at Powerhouse this Thursday. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I'm really gave out my own personal phone <laughs> number on there. That's totally fine. I do this. Uh, did I ever tell you that I accidentally gave, someone asked me for my phone number. It was a flirt. And my phone number is so similar to the four triple Z text line. I gave them the text line, <laughs> um, and I never heard from them. I assumed someone messaged in once, and they were like, "I'm sorry, your request to hang out with Ez is um, not happening." Right? Someone but, just texting into Zed, you know, "Hey baby, you want to get a drink sometime?" <laughs> it's like whoever was on air would have been like, "Yeah, I do." You looked really hot the other night. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <clears throat> Lastly, for the news, there's a research call out by a local musician and trans person looking for transgender or non-binary musicians currently performing live as part of a metal group. So they say, uh, I am a transgender metal performer currently working on a study looking into the live performance of transgender metal musicians and how us being trans affects our performance. Previously, much of the research about us hasn't included transgender people in its creation, and so this research is actively focused on centering trans people and their experiences. We will post more information about this and how you can get in touch for this research call out on our Facebook and our social media um, at Trans Radio. Yep. Uh, and we'll post more about all of the other events that we've mentioned today as well. Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am. Join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. 
Uh, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name's Kai and I use they, she pronouns. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. And my name's Marisa, I use they, them pronouns. Awesome. We will be getting into talking about rainbow capitalism with Marisa in a moment. But first of all, I wanted to remind you all to text in to 0420-626-733 for your chance to win either a uh, double pass for Desire Maria at the Powerhouse on Thursday, 15th of June, or two balcony seats to the Queen's Ball, uh, which is this Saturday night the 17th of June at 6.30pm at the Brisbane City Hall. First person to message in for either one of them, just say hi. You have to be a 4ZZZ subscriber, of course. It's yours. One of either. Just say which one you want. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to give them away. The tickets are free. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all queer. It's all fun. Bonuses for listening to us. Yeah, you get brownie points with transmission. That's a... That's a thing. That is a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's worth much, but you get it. (laughs) Uh, And so let's uh, get into our conversation with Marisa on rainbow capitalism. How you doing? I'm doing well. This is one of my hyper focuses, so I'm really happy to be here talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like I was asking you previously uh, off air, like, oh, you know, if you wanted to come on Transmission more, what would you talk about? It's like, oh, yeah, my, you know, autistic special interests. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, that's, that's great. Let's do it. Uh, Which so, does in so many ways intersect with being, you know, gender diverse and queer, you know? Like, there's so much to talk about, so many threads to unpick. Also, like, how capitalism is specifically affecting, you know, trans communities. But we're going to get right into it. I'm going to leave I'm gonna leave it up to you. So, how... How is how is capitalism? <laughs> how is it treating the queers? How's it going? <laughs> well, I think capitalism is interesting to talk about because, you know, a lot of us still have this idea in our head that it's mainly goods and services based, that's that's how money is predominantly made. But actually, like, we're living in this incredibly aesthetic economy where there's all of this content and all of this aesthetic recombination going on, aesthetic innovation and self-expression that is really driving profits you know for different people in like good ways where it's like independent creators making profit but also in some not good ways where it's like you know big corporations making profit by platforming like new aesthetics by queer creatives and other people but maybe that wealth not running down to the people who are making it yeah and so when we think of like I don't know I'm trying to think of like an example but like if there's someone who's a queer creator creating some creating content creating anything right Mm -hmm. and then they want to like make a living off of that then they have to then it's almost like your capitalism takes away the authenticity of creation because you're then turning it into a marketing product right Mm because you got to then sell yourself right in Mm -hmm. in quotations so when it how does that work in terms of like the relationship between is there a difference between like people buying stuff from queer creators and is stuff actually getting back to them or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, I would say like definitely buy from independent creators directly because, you know, when I say I'm an anti-capitalist, I'm not anti-people selling what they're, <laughs> they're going to sell. That's not really what I'm talking about. But mm. what is a problem is that a lot of really big corporations have sort of weaseled their way into the middle between the producer and the consumer so like spotify netflix amazon and they're like kind of financially set up to screw the creator 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> and if you're, for example, if you're a writer, you have to have your stuff on like Amazon Kindle or something in order to find an audience, but then they actively structure their business so that you don't get as much of There's a very wealth. similar thing and set up with games and getting your independent games platformed on any gaming console. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, there's a few companies out there uh, like, if you're an indie developer, you want to be in people's hands, right, with your little tiny makeshift thing. But how do you do that? The only thing that has that market is Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, with your handheld portable device. Um, I mean, there's new things now like Steam Deck and such, but it's that's the same kind of principle of, like, you can buy an independent game on Steam for, like, 10 bucks, but that same game will be twice the price on yeah. Nintendo. Um, yeah, because that's just how it a works. trend that I'm sure you see like all across the creative industries, yeah. especially other industries too, but the creative industries, it's like chronic for it. And especially because the work of being a creative is so personal and people are so passionate about it, often we will accept less than what we're worth. Mm, mm. With what, what's your, what do you think, of, I just broadly now, what do you think capitalism does to queer communities? Like, broadly oh, I mean I think it appropriates from them a lot I think it kind of abstracts the aesthetics away and you know people who maybe are more palatable to the mainstream might take those aesthetics and use them but not really that that wealth doesn't really like drip down to the people that actually <laughs> produced it in the first place you know what i mean uh, yeah well it also like it loses meaning right like mm. as soon as things become corporate it gets like overly sanitized yeah. uh and 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 then abstract from its original intent yeah and a lot of those were community contexts mm -hmm. you know and subcultural contexts that have a history they have meaning they mm -hmm. have yeah, legacies of fight in them as well and yeah. resistance. Well, like the rainbow flag, it's, you know, it's a really like neat little thing that you can put on your icon. I can't remember what brand or company it was, but someone with probably a intern that's underpaid on Twitter, <laughs> they made their, you know, profile icon two men kissing. You know, mm. it's just like, okay, like that's, <laughs> yeah. at least that's a bit more um, progressive and less sanitized than everyone just, you know, putting a rainbow on something. Yeah, it's very <laughs> it's easy month. to rainbow clad your company without looking at the structure of your company, the economic <laughs> structure of your company, you know. It's also like a lot of companies who are like, oh, it's Pride Month, you know, we're going to change all our social media icons and banners and everything to rainbows. And then none of the money that they make during that time is even going towards an organization that would support that community. Yeah. Uh, which, <laughs> like, you know, you wouldn't, I don't know, I don't, I wouldn't put up something for, like, you know, Black Lives Matter and sell a product and then not have any profit from that go towards, like, some kind of way of progressing, you know, their the health or economy or the systems that, you know, support black communities. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know, it just it really irks me that it's like, oh, okay, you're just going to put a rainbow and stuff and take full profit but not actually support anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or they'll do things where, like, uh, $1 from every purchase made will go to, like, this organisation and then the, the fine text is, like, <laughs> um, up to a total of $10,000. Um, you know, so it's like, just donate the $10,000. Don't wait until you've made, like, 10,000 sales to donate $10,000, you know. <laughs> and you do wonder, are they making more money by rainbow cladding it than that $10,000 donation? Yeah, You know, oh, are they definitely. still net making profit? 
But also, like, a lot of them will also, if they do say, like, large corporations go, oh, I want to donate this money, we're going to donate, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, you put 500 in, we'll match it, right? We'll match 500, right? And then they go, all right, great, thank you, what a great campaign, we raised, you know, $70,000, we're going to donate, you know, $140,000 to this organization. You know that when that company donates that 140000 it's tax deductible, right? Like, right. you know, <laughs> so they're just making <sighs> that money. They don't care about Starlight Foundation or whatever, you know, whatever they're actually donating towards. They don't care. It's actually pure profit. So. Yeah, it is actually like a very effective way of them sort of appearing more progressive than they are and actually like laundering their image in the yeah, public, you know, when actually we care, like, we care. a lot of these companies are fundamentally exploitative companies. Mm-hmm. Like Spotify yeah. is a fundamentally exploitative company. It's like, oh, look, we've made a new playlist of queer musicians. It's like <laughs> your pay structure sucks for those musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, they shouldn't be grateful that you've spotlighted them in a new playlist for Pride Month. Yeah. Um, gosh, it's it's um, it's a wild west out there. It <laughs> like, is. Like... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they will also only do all of this marketing in countries where it's profitable and and deemed okay to be gay you know in mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're not they're not doing it in other countries where yeah. it's not legal to be queer or the support isn't as strong yeah they jumped on the bandwagon once it was accepted enough in the broader general public for it to be profitable to look like you're supporting it yeah where were they a couple of decades ago you know I'm trying to think of, like, a better... (laughs) So many people out there, like, philosophers, everyone, economists, trying to think of, like, better ways that, cap like, to replace capitalism. Do you think there's a better structure for than capitalism? Like... Well, I think that right now we actually have a blended structure. So something like Medicare is actually a socialist Mm. structure or a socialist initiative. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when a lot of people say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a socialist, like, I consider myself a socialist, I don't mean full socialism like you've seen in some other countries, but I want more things like Medicare, like more government-owned services, not privatised services. Mm. And you could think about that so broadly, like all the transport, all of the, uh, you know, maybe we have like a government-owned social media company that's not for profit or something. Internet. Obviously there's issues with that. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, internet access, absolutely. Actually, I truly believe internet. You think about all these different public services that we can Internet should be completely free. In this world... It's like water now, you know? How do you do anything? In this world, it's a... a basic need because basic you need. need it in order in order to work like in mm-hmm. in order in for order your phones to be relevant to do your taxes like yeah. I mean, <laughs> i'm everything. also like mm. a massive proponent for a universal basic income mm-hmm. yes i mean look um, at finland finland have done an incredible um they gave a base ha- everyone has a right to housing mm-hmm. so uh they have some of the lowest homelessness rates of anywhere in the world. And I think they get about $500 a week as basic income, which is enough for food. They don't have to pay rent because if you're living in the housing that's provided, it's completely provided for by the government. Mm. You have to, so that's food, transport, clothing, basic needs, and even enough extra to, you know, go to the cinema or something. Um, Mm. And that's your basic income, right? It's a universal income. Yeah. They have some of the best... Finland is amazing. I'm going to, like, rave about Finland forever. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, like, the research is in, like, universal basic income is really, really good. It's also good economically because people have more freedom to 
change jobs and find better jobs that, you know, pay more or they can do what they like more. You know, all the health risks associated with stress and poverty go down. So it saves the healthcare system so much money. It's much more of a preventative way of looking at health and well-being than um, so you what we like have a- right now, which is a purely reactive system. It's like you get sick. Okay, we're going to fix you after you get sick instead of like, let's look at the reasons that people have chronic health problems. <laughs> Why a did large you get one sick is poverty. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it turns out uh, having not all of your basic human needs met is really stressful and that's terrible <laughs> it's really for your immune system. I mean, and also since we're speaking about like creatives and, you know, radical subcultures right now, like a universal basic income is amazing for people doing creative work. It means you don't have to change, sanitize your creative work in order to have it fit into the mainstream and you can say what you want to say mm-hmm. and you have a safety net while you say it. It also means you can focus on your project without the fear of losing your roof, food, clothing, shelter while you create and be mm-hmm. creative because Absolutely. you know you don't know for a lot of creatives deadlines can be helpful but sometimes deadlines aren't always necessary depending on the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have a fear of losing anything because you have to reach the deadline for the paycheck. Yeah. You can create and just create because you want to create you could be more in that process and less like okay i've got this little chunk of grant money right here and it only lasts till june so i've got to do this i've got to make this project like a distinct thing by itself and then i'll get Mm. another chunk of money for another distinct thing yeah yeah, i'm literally like hustling you're kind of like always Mm. having to make new stuff as well rather than just like okay what's my practice let me just be practicing my Mm, mm. my work you know who supports creative Voices or creatives and unique voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's four triple Z. You should support us and help Z support other creatives and bring you. I don't know. Just warm in a glow. <laughs> warm in a glow. <laughs> How many genders are there? I don't know. I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> Wise words. <laughs> I got the money. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, hey, you are listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, and I'm Kai, and I use they, she pronouns. I'm Ez, I use he, him pronouns. And I'm Marisa, I use they, them pronouns. Yo! We're talking we... about rainbow capitalism, so I just... We sure are. <laughs> One of my favourite things to complain about. <laughs> I really feel like we've just scratched the top of the rainbow iceberg here, but, you the know... The rainbow iceberg? Oh my gosh, now I want to eat rainbow cake. Like snow cones. Yeah, or snow cones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, back to rainbow ice cream. Yeah, did you did you want to read something out? Do you want to work up to that? Well, yeah, like I feel like it was very relevant to what we were just talking about, the ways that capitalism likes to abstract out queer aesthetics and use it for its own sort of purposes without letting that wealth go to the people who innovated those aesthetics, the communities that innovated those aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And I found this fabulous quote by Alok, who's a gender non-conforming artist, comedian, performance artist, writer, everything. And they say, I think we're in a very perilous moment right now where the ideas and aesthetics that are templated by visibly gender non-conforming people are being abstracted without the due diligence of caring for our material lives. So what I notice is that people will be speaking about gender fluidity, but that has done nothing to make it safer for people like me to exist in public. And so for me, the dangers of tokenization are symbolic economies reduce me to a prop or an ornament, where in fact, instead of being ornamental, 
visibly gender non-conforming people, black, feminine, indigenous, racialized people have to be instrumental, not ornamental. And they conclude so beautifully by saying what it means then is that it's not just about the circulation of new ideas and new theories and new fashions. Obviously, these things are important, but I'm also saying the circulation of resources, the circulation of responsibility. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're just so poetic. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, also that that line, like, instrumental, not ornamental. Yes. Like, yes, please. The full humanity is there. Please. Um, Also, just, you know, see the value of queerness, transness, see the value that we contribute to society because we have it, not because we're trivialized or some aesthetic value or there to exist for the pleasure of non-queer trans folk, you know, like, whether that's in your art or what you create or just in our bodies and our existence, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, or see the innate value in, in like, in life and in beauty and not just, like, oh, I can put a price tag on that until it is empty, you know, yeah. um, until we can mine it until it's empty. Let me just know? mine yeah. this mm. cultural capital until I, I don't need it anymore and then... Or the fad <laughs> is over, you know, yeah. like the whole thing of, like, oh, you know, just the rainbows are, like of the month so that's the thing of the month so that's what the company goes with for the month oh Mm -hmm. blm that's the thing for the month you know like it's like it's so icky it's such a icky thing it's very Um, icky mm. and i suppose what it makes me think about is you know because they mentioned the issue around tokenization in that little quote and i guess we need to think about how we approach diversity with a bit more thoughtfulness because do we want to diversify these systems that are actually very exploitative or do we actually want to change the systems and can we have diversity without also thinking about the economic well-being of people we kind of need them both in my opinion mm. <laughs> like you need your diversity lens and your economic equality lens yeah um, or yeah and like what you said like do we have to build whole new structures or do we can we modify the structures that already exist do we have to go full trans anarchist on this probably, <laughs> probably. i mean like i don't see I don't see, like, for example, the U.S. How the hell do they get out of their mess now that isn't a full-on revolution? It's crazy. I don't know. I don't think you can, really. I, yeah, I think that system oh, I mean, does they'd... need to be burned to the ground. <laughs> like, the, the, yeah. the trans-anarchists over there, they, they've, they're fleeing the countries. You know, they don't... Oh, it's awful. They, they're leaving now. Oh, they're people not, with they queer kids are, are fleeing their states and... and country if they can you know it's mm. pretty yeah. yeah it's horrendous and you know i guess it goes to show that the strategy that corporations would be using like oh we'll just like rainbow clad everything it hasn't actually worked like there's still all this <laughs> legislation nothing. coming through yeah. this anti-trans legislation really dangerous stuff so you know yeah if someone's gonna just diversify their marketing only Mm. That's not going to do anything. Especially if you're not donating any of the profits to anything. Yeah, you're just absolutely. doing it for yourself. Uh... <clears throat> <sighs> okay. okay. Well, <laughs> We're coming I'm glad to the I end now. Thank you for platforming my yeah. transmission uh, on air therapy. Uh... <laughs> Anytime, Marisa. <laughs> Thank you. So you should text in to 0420 Six two six seven three three. If you would like a free double pass to Desire Maria on Thursday night, or to the Queen's Ball, which is this Saturday night, you should message in. We're yeah. gonna have text to, like... in Queen for Queen's Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And text in Desire, Desire for <laughs> Desire. Double pass. Double pass. 
Um, so uh, you just just text us in, and we will get you those tickets. If not, that's fine. Yeah. We'll just uh, <laughs> we'll find someone else. On cool <laughs> cultural events going on around. Yeah. Here. What the heck for Triple Z listener? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Wait, hold on. If you want to listen back to transmission on anything. You can listen back on demand. We have up to like six episodes on demand. So fourzz.org.au, head over there. You can click on programs. You can find transmission. You can click on any show on the 4ZZZ bill, whether that be Z Digital or the 102.1 FM frequency. You can listen back. You can check out their playlists. If you've missed a song and you're like, what was that banger? It will be there. And then if you want more transmission because you want to binge our voices for some odd reason, you can. <laughs> a transmission is on social media so trans with a z dot radio head over to instagram facebook whatever we're there and then we have a link which will take you to our podcast has no music unfortunately but it does have all our content that we've ever done and ever produced on there so you can go back and binge all one year's worth of transmission 54 hours of us wow. enjoy <laughs> no, not quite. It's not no, a full hour. No, the music, yeah. it's literally half than that. But uh, <laughs> I can't, I'm not doing math. I, I can't divide things by two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 26, I'm not that fast. 26, 27, 26, 27 hours uh, of, <laughs> of us. Um, and yeah, anyway. Uh... My name is Georgie Stone and you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.